Um, there was one morning I woke up to a text that had asked me if there was any way that my dad wasn't my biological dad. And I was like, absolutely not. Why would you even say that? Hello, you are listening to NPE Stories. This is a podcast where NPEs can share their story. I am your host, Lily, and I found out I was an NPE through an ancestry DNA test that changed my life forever. NPE is a term that stands for not parent expected or non-paternal event. This means that one or more of our parents are not who we believe them to be. NPE Stories is a podcast where NPEs can share their story of what their original family was like, how they found out they were an NPE, and what their journey has been like since the day they found out. Welcome to episode 54. Today I am speaking with Heather. Hi, Heather. Hi, Lily. How are you? I'm good, and I'm so thankful you were patient and waiting uh, so many months. having me. No, thank you. August, September, October. It's like been. You contacted me about four months ago. It's it's currently October 2020. You, both you and even you said your newfound half brother were willing to speak yeah. with me. Yeah, that is yeah. sweet. That he's one part of your life and that he was willing to share with you too. Yeah, he has a YouTube channel, so he has a. Uh, format where he gets to speak about it and stuff like that. So it's been really amazing to watch what he's been able to do on with his journey. Also, your half brother he shares about the DNA surprise on his YouTube channel. Yeah, it's not the the um, the basis of his YouTube channel is he's an antique collector, but um, he was in the middle of a series called The Potter's House when we found each other and found all this out. So he's got parts of it on there. That is wonderful. I love that he's, he also is not continuing the secret that has to feel good. Yeah. No, I, I don't know what I would have done without him. Honestly, he's been a fantastic support system. I'll put the name of this YouTube channel you speak of in the show notes. Would you mind mentioning the name of it again? Yeah. Curiosity Inc. Curiosity Inc. Okay. I will, I will make sure and add that. Okay. And you also have a place that you put down your thoughts. I've been reading it. Yes. Will you mention Um, it? Yeah. I started a blog called DNA Gone Wrong. Um, <laughs> and I couldn't believe that that was not taken. I was flabbergasted. <laughs> I'm like, after everything I've learned, but um, because Alexander, my half brother, his journey was so public, I had a lot of people always messaging me and asking me questions. So I just kind of took a big leap of faith and started the blog, so I could just refer people there. I will make sure and put dnagonewrong.com in yes. the show notes as well. Thank you. And I did just want to mention to you and and also say thank you to Alexander. Thank you for being willing as a pair, as a team to come on and explain your story. There have been a couple other times when people's newfound biological fathers or their half siblings have been willing to share this story as well. I 
I am the format of my podcast is still just the NPE's narrative, mm-hmm. but you know, one day in the future, I might consider. Oh, well, I'm sure he would be happy to. He's very much, um, and so am I, all about um, why not just try? You know, we have this amazing relationship that if we wouldn't have even tried, I can't imagine him not in my life. Just try. Yeah, just try. Love it. All right, so we know you have a newfound half-brother, and I want to find out about your original family. Um, Mm -hmm. I know who's in it because I've been reading your blog, but why don't you go ahead and explain who's in your original family, um, you know, kind of where you're from, what what time period. Yeah. Let us know. Um, So I was born in uh, early 70s, so I'm finding there's a lot of people my age that are in this situation and oddly enough, a little bit older. Um, so, um, my mom and my father who raised me got married when my mom was six months pregnant and he was in the military. Um, so after my, um, dad got out of the military, we moved up to Montana where my um, dad and mom were both from and I was raised there. So there was never anything ever why any red flags that I would have thought he wasn't my dad. And do you have siblings? Yes. I have one brother who's two and a half years younger that I was raised with. And then the one I just found Alexander. And you said you had a really nice childhood. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I didn't really appreciate it until the older I got and I saw how abnormal it was to have a really great childhood anymore. Um, so yeah, yeah, it was all a fairy tale, I guess you could say until it came crashing down. Yeah. Yeah. You have these beautiful childhood memories. Um, today is quite different. Yes. So, okay. So, Tell me, how did you find out you were an NPE? So um, my dad, um, he never knew who his biological father was. So we had talked about it from time to time on look, trying to, he had a thought of who he, of who it might be. Um, so he would ask me periodically to go on ancestry.com and look at the records and try to figure it out. And I am not good with that stuff. So I decided um, for Christmas in 18 that I was just going to do the ancestry DNA um, spit test and take a huge shortcut. (laughs) So um, that's what I did. I did the test in hopes to help my dad find um, his biological father and his family. What did you find out when you got your results back? Um, Well, at first I didn't think anything about it because it categorized Alexander as a first cousin. So I called my dad and I was like, Hey, I got a first cousin hit that has a whole bunch of numbers with it. And he's like, what's his name? So I told him, he's like, I don't recognize that name at all. So I screenshotted a picture and sent it to him. And he's like, no, I don't recognize the name or the face or anything. And I was like, all right, well, I'll reach out to him. 
So I never did any of this without my parents knowing what I was doing, you know? Um, so after I reached out to Alexander and we were talking and trying to figure it out, um, there was one morning I woke up to a text that had asked me if there was any way that my dad wasn't my biological dad. And I was like, absolutely not. Why would you even say that? Um, so then he proceeded to explain why he asked and he had very valid reasons for asking. And, um, yeah, it ended up being something I never saw coming. So he, so Alexander was kind of the first to feel that your dad might not have been your dad. Is that true? Yeah. And he, um, knew that he had a, half sister out there. My biological dad was looking for me. Oh. So it wasn't a surprise to him. He was just being kind and helping me work through any other scenario before he brought up that one. Oh. And Alexander knows and is in contact or was in contact with his bio dad who is your yeah. bio dad. Yeah. Okay. Yep. Yeah. They had a very close relationship. But he passed away about four months before I came into the picture. Oh, really? Oh, I'm yeah. sorry. Yeah. It's a, I mean, it, in the beginning, I was, I don't want to say grateful at first because it was so much at one time. Um, I don't know how I would have dealt with meeting a man at the same time of losing a relationship with my dad all on its own, you know? But now that I've got to know family members and hear stories about him, he's a real person now, you know, not somebody just off in the distance called my biological father, you know. You just mentioned that you lost a relationship with your dad. Mm-hmm. So um, I'm sorry. That is so painful. That is so hurtful. Yeah. What, how did that happen? Um, well, he didn't know either. And I'm not sure whether or not my mom knew or how much she was holding back, but, um, she had told my dad that I was making all of this up and, uh, just trying to hurt the family. So definitely some division was placed there. And I don't know, I guess I've just kind of had to categorize it in my brain that they had to choose between their marriage, which they're coming up on their 50th wedding anniversary in one month, or having a relationship with me, because I don't think they could do both. They're choosing to live in this denial that is their, what they've chosen. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Me and my um, dad growing up were incredibly close. So it didn't matter to me that he wasn't my biological father, you know, that he's my dad. Um, But it wasn't reciprocated that way, I guess. Oh, Heather, my, my heart breaks for you. I'm I'm so sorry. I'm really sorry. I it's really unfair because you are not a troublemaker. You are 
not causing problems. Yeah. You found this information out and you did not, you didn't do anything wrong. Yeah. Most days that's easy to hang on to, you know, but when you lose, I mean, uh, my brother doesn't talk to me. One of my, I mean, my oldest daughter doesn't talk to me. I mean, I lost a lot of family. So sometimes it's easy to say it's not me, but you know, it's not always to hang on to that. I don't know if you know this, but I have a similar story. I do. I have, I have, yes, I, where the living in denial, people want to, it's just, it's hard to even put into words, isn't yeah. it? Yes, it is. <laughs> yes. Uh, um, I'm trying to find something that you put on one of your blog posts that I read many months ago. It was in, so it's dnagonewrong.com. It was yeah. in What Just Happened Part 2. So I think you wrote this maybe in July of 2020. Oh, that's when I reposted it because um, my parents had talked me into taking down all my website for a while, and I did. Um, but when everything fell back apart, I put everything back up. Oh, we have to talk about this for a second. So you're okay. So you are you're so you're so kind. Try not to hurt any, anyone's feelings. Trying to be so careful about the new information you found out that you know, in, in a way, we almost put our own pain aside just to make everyone else happy. Doesn't it feel that way yeah. at some time? Yeah, it does. But then you said when the, so you have this place, this place where you documented your feelings and you're, you're going through healing and then you took it down for them. Mm-hmm. Yes. Well, I can, I'm glad you put it back on, back <laughs> up. I'm glad you reposted these, especially if, um, I mean, you still need your, your place, your support system, your world. Yeah. And it, hmm. sorry. Um, yeah, not, well, beyond the support system, I think it's just nice to connect to people, you know, like you say that you shared the same thing and everything that's in me is like, what's your story? You know, I just mm. love knowing that I'm not the only one out there because sometimes you feel like you are. Mm. Totally. And you are not alone. There are thousands of people that are like us and mm-hmm. listen, you know, listen to this and feel these same feelings and are nodding along. Yes, <laughs> I am. I'm sitting here nodding too. So. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Here's the part. That phrase, it's not my fault, haunts me every day. It's a double-edged sword. No, it's not my fault that I accidentally found this out while trying to figure out something about my dad's family history. But when my family fell apart over this, it is so hard to not think that it's all my fault. Mm. There have been many emails, texts, letters exchanged between my dad and me, and nothing has gotten resolved. I am expected to apologize for all of this. All I can honestly apologize for is that I am so sorry that they got hurt by what I found out. I never in a million years would have ever hurt my parents on purpose. Um, I can see here as I'm reading this that you obviously, and we just have to talk about this. No, you did not want to hurt your parents by finding no. this out. And they have chosen to, I guess, what, you're estranged from them? Is yeah. That it? Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
So what did your mom say about the DNA results? How does she explain science, DNA? How does she explain that? Um, I've never actually gotten a clear answer on that um, because we, uh, um, we, Alexander and I have done three DNA tests now um, because off the first one, I didn't want to say anything to my family. I'd never heard much about ancestry DNA and didn't definitely when didn't want to go blow up my family over, you know, some website that is what I was thinking. So, um, I actually didn't say anything to anybody until after we had taken the second test to confirm it. Um, so by that time I was always already very cemented in it really, there's nothing she could say. It's true. How do you think that she knew your your biological father? Um, well, what I've been told um, by Alexander and my stepmom is that uh, he was a musician and he was in Hawaii um, doing um recording, playing guitar on somebody's album. I forget who, sorry. Um, anyways, when the draft started to happen, cause he was Canadian, he decided he better get back to Canada. So he flew into Los Angeles and then hitchhiked all the way up through Montana and into Canada. Um, where I grew up in great falls, Montana is the route everybody would take if they were coming down from Edmonton or going up to, you know, so he was there for a weekend and I um, guess they met at a party, and then he left and went back to Canada. And this would have been around the time your parents were recently married. Um, no, they weren't married yet. Um, oh, they. My dad was um, had just gotten back from Vietnam, um, so they had just gone on a couple dates, but weren't deeply involved. Oh, at that point. Yeah. So when your mom got pregnant, though, she she led your father to believe, though, that he was your dad. Yes. And that's one of the things from the very beginning was like I was never mad because in my eyes, I was like, all you did was guess wrong, you know, but Mm -hmm. that's okay. Just say that you guessed wrong. It's fine. You know, it's the behavior afterwards that's so hurtful. Yeah, absolutely. Your sibling, you, um, sorry, which one? You said you had a brother, right? I have two brothers. The one I was raised with and then the one I found. The one you were raised with, have you had a conversation with him? You said you're not speaking with him about this. Does he feel the same way as your parents? So after I got the second set of DNA tests um, and had already spoke to my mom, um, and things went very badly. I did call him and tell him what was going on. And he was shocked and said all the same things I did in the beginning. Like, there's no way that's not, there's, that's not true. Um, and I was like, but it is true. So for about a week or so, him and I got along really well. And then he talked to my parents and I haven't talked to him since. Heather. 
<laughs> you know, it is what it is. It sucks. I mean, you always hope that people know, especially your parents and your siblings, they should know your character, you know, especially when you're about to hit 50, you know? So I think that's been the hardest part is like, they're saying things that have never been part of my character. Mm -hmm. Oh, and so many people are nodding along with you right now, Heather, this, we, we didn't ask, we are not troublemakers. We are not causing trouble in the family. Right. Uh, the, we are dealing with this too. This is newfound information for us too. Mm -hmm. This is so unfair. I'm, I'm sorry you're dealing with this. Tell me about you and Alexander, your newfound half sibling. So Mm -hmm. you've, you guys are, it sounds like you have a, a healthy relationship. Yeah. Yeah. We talk quite often, actually. Um, he lives in Edmonton, Canada. So the borders have been closed since I think February or March. And he had had a trip planned to come down here and I had had a trip planned to go up there. We're seeing each other's families about every three months up until that point. Um, but so we've been doing a lot of FaceTiming instead, talking on the phone. He's married to a really amazing lady, Melissa, and they've got kiddos and it's just been awesome. How did he know that you existed? How did his dad know that he had more another child out there? Um so <laughs> I the only one that really knows is my biological dad, Don, and he's passed away. But um Alexander has said that somebody called him and told him about me. Hmm. And then my stepmom said that um, she found out, they found out through a psychic. Hmm. So I, Alexander didn't know anything about the psychic until I found out about the psychic. So he just sticks to the, um, his dad got a phone call. I, so I don't know. It's two different stories. But somebody out there. Somebody knew. knew. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Do you think your mom ever tried to, I mean, obviously this is all guessing, right? I mean, yeah. your mom's in complete denial that this has ever happened, but do, do yeah. you think she would have contacted him? I don't know that she would have known how to. Oh, yeah. He was just traveling through town. Yeah. Okay. okay. Yeah. So, but I don't know. She had a couple roommates at that time. So I don't know if maybe one of them ran into him at a later time or I, I really, I don't know. I wish I knew because that's another division point between them and me that I don't have a solid story. And I'm like, it's not my story though. Right. We don't have a solid story. And the little bit of tidbits of information they give us, we're just kind of, we're just sitting there like, Again, yeah. like you said earlier, we have to go off character. Like, do yeah. we do we believe this? Is this true information? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> I know, uh, I know. It's so completely confusing. crazy stories, and I wish I knew, but I don't. So <laughs> I just know it happened, and I'm here. <laughs> so exactly. Yeah. Oh, I totally get it. I get yeah. it. Just a bunch of little small tidbits of information. None of it quite makes sense. You're piecing it together years later. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And at the end of the day, though, the little details, they really don't matter. 
because what happened happened. You know, where you're here, I'm here. I think you just have to, I wish everybody could just accept it and be one, you know, Mm -hmm. if we're okay with it and we should be the ones not okay with it. Yeah, we're the ones. Yeah. We're the- <laughs> yeah. So I'm like, well, I don't know. I don't have a problem. I can love everybody, but yeah, that's just me. Well, I have a couple more questions. Um, first of all, I, there's going to be a lot of new NPEs just finding out this stuff and going wading into this mess. And I think a lot of them, like you, maybe even like me, have had parents that are denying that this is truth. Um, Mm -hmm. They're denying DNA. They're denying these tests. They're denying this ever happened. Um, And that's really confusing. Do you have anything to say since you've traveled through this path a bit now? Do you have anything to say to that new NPE that would help them? Um, I, I just kept hanging on to that. It was truth. Like it didn't matter how it came to be. There's truth to the matter. Um, and that I had to get okay with why, if my mom's lying, whatever her reason is, what she's trying to protect, that's not a reflection of me or my choices. Those are hers. So all I can do right now is walk forward with the people that want to love me, that want to embrace me. And anybody that doesn't, they're the ones losing out, not us. It is their loss. Yeah. If people want to get in touch with you or know more about you, Heather, how can they do that? Um, I have the website, dnagonewrong.com, that has my blogs. Um, but I also did a Facebook page where um, I'm just hoping everybody will go and interact and help each other. Um, Tell me what that is. I'll put that in the notes, and I need to join it, too. Um, it's also DNA gone wrong. Awesome. So just search on Facebook for DNA gone wrong. Yes. Mm -hmm. Oh, great resources. Heather, thank you so much for sharing where you're at today. Well, thanks for having a channel like this, Lily. I think it's amazing. It's, I'm learning so much. I get so much out of talking to people like you, um, other NPEs. I yeah. mean, it's, we can't do a lot, right? But right. we can share our experiences with each other and yeah. seems to be doing something. Yeah. And it helps. It was a lifesaver for me for sure. Thanks again to Heather for sharing today. These stories are here for us to identify with. If you are an NPE that would like to share your story, email npestories at gmail.com. You do not have to give any identifying information. If you are an NPE and would like to share your story, I'd like to hear from you. Subscribe to this podcast to hear more. Come, go with